They say your rising sign is who you present to the world, mm-hmm. but your moon sign is who you truly are. Wow. I feel like my rising sign is like cinephile, mm-hmm. award-winning movies, to put it in the Netflix parlance, right? But my rising sign is romantic comedies with a strong female lead. Shh. Aloha, it's Jen Fricker. And Comestai, it's Alexi Toliopoulos. <laughs> this is the Big Film Buffet. A podcast for pop culture fans and people looking for what to watch recommendations. And what we recommend this weekend is... Resort to love! I can't believe you're getting married. Beverly finds out we used to be engaged, it's going to cause so many problems. Ah! the odds of him showing up here to get married and my boss wants me to sing at his wedding you are facing your demons which is good now alexi you know me we've known each other a long time we do you have an encyclopedic knowledge of cinema thank you so much it's the thing i'm proudest of you know you have knowledge across all genres across uh different styles different directors and, and their contributions to the, the cinematic canon. Thank you so much. This is true. Yes. Quiz me on anything and I could say an answer. Whereas I have quite a deep knowledge of quite a shallow pool, if you will, <laughs> which is rom-coms, <gasps> specifically ones that are serviced to me by the Netflix algorithm. Wow. And this, my friend, is where I come to shine. Resort to Love is in this premise. Wow. I want to flag that if people are listening to this podcast right now and you've seen movies like Falling in love. If you've seen Work It, this is a movie for you. But how? How? Why, Jen? How do you know me so good? It's because this movie stars Christina Milian. If you've seen Falling in Love that came in last year, Christina Milian plays a lady who wins an inn in New Zealand. Oh, my God. And that's where she falls in love. I didn't know that inn was double N. Yes, baby. Wow. This time around, resort to love? Christina Milian plays a woman who, after uh, having her engagement ended prematurely, after losing out on a a huge opportunity for her career, decides to take up an offer to be a singer, an entertainer, on a resort in the island of Mauritius, right? Mm -hmm. But things don't work out just (laughs) as planned. (laughs) Things take a turn for the terse, if you will. Jen is absolutely glowing right now. We are in her wheelhouse. This is my wheelhouse. Welcome. I, I got to tell you, I think you've converted me as well. I love the big rom-coms. I love When Harry Met Sally. Probably one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Yes. I think that this kind of film exactly, like what you're talking about, like these pun-based, high-concept <laughs> romantic comedies like this, are mm-hmm. uh, such a comfort like they are so this movie was so soothing to me and mm. so funny and such an enjoyable experience that I'm a complete convert with you. I had the best freaking time watching Resort to Love and I want to hear more about this genre. Like what is it that pulls you in and just like makes it yours? Do you know what it is? I think for me, and maybe it's because of the specificity of the things I watch, the Netflix algorithm has really figured who I am (laughs) to explain it through astrology, if you will. Wow, okay. They say your rising sign is who you present to the world, Mm -hmm. but your moon sign is who you truly are. Wow. 
I feel like my rising sign is like cinephile, mm-hmm. award-winning movies, to put it in the Netflix parlance, right? But my rising sign is romantic comedies with a strong female lead. Wow, okay. And Christina Milian fits that perfectly. Exactly. You know her from Bring It On 2. You know her from her music career, a pop queen. But yes, this is a very specific genre. For me, I think what it is, is that it's like fantastical, beautiful to watch. The people are beautiful. The places are beautiful. And it's not trying to take itself too seriously. It's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Other movies like this, the genealogy of this film, (laughs) if you will. Resort to Love stars Christina Milian. Mm -hmm. We take it back a year. Christina Milian stars in another pun-based romantic comedy, Falling in Love, in with two ends. She co-stars with Adam Demos, who's also in Sex Life, which is popping off right now oh, on absolutely. Netflix. Oh, absolutely. He's also the Australian guy from Unreal. Oh, okay. Yeah. The like token Australian hottie in Resort to Love is Alexander Hodge, who you might know from Insecure. Yes. Um, there's also uh, TJ Power, who you might know from Offspring or The Little Death. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all interconnected, right? So you could easily do like a back to back, falling in love. Wow. And then Resort to Love. My if God. that's the vibe you're on, if you're looking for fun, good looking romantic comedies that aren't taking itself too seriously. These are my recommendations. You're like my Sherpa into this brave new world. Do you know, like, I really do love romantic comedies. Like, every year I rewatch the films of Nancy Myers, mm, one of the yeah. most successful female directors of all time. She did movies like The Holiday. Mm-hmm. She did The Parent Trap. And at the time when these films came out, they were so filled with star power. Mm. The budgets were crazy. Women in Nancy Myers films usually have like at least one or two kitchen islands. We've talked about it before on the podcast, right? I love it. There's this idea that the women in here have already reached kind of an idyllic level, maybe financially Mm -hmm. in their lives, right? So it's always set in these really beautiful worlds. But people don't make films like this anymore because- They're quite hard to translate to non-English speaking markets. Mm. So the ones we do get now, I really treasure. And yes, maybe they're not as big budget as your Nancy Meyer films, as your Harry Met Sally's. They still get me in that tender place, you know? I think that's something that I really enjoyed about this movie is I do love romantic comedies, but there's something soothing about them because they have high stakes. There is conflict in them, but it's not life or death. And I think this movie really nails the type of romantic comedy that I love, which is ones where there is a love triangle, there is a conflict, but everybody still really likes each other and everyone is really nice to each other through the conflict. I kind of like, I love uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. I love The Wedding Singer. I think this film kind of like sits in between those with a little bit of spiciness and taste from something like a breakup movie like Forgetting Sarah Marshall as well Mm. or when Stella got her groove back as well where you have to go to an island you have to go to an island to escape it all and take like this big holiday to find yourself once again and I think that there's something really relatable in that and especially the way that this film like announces itself in it it's something very 90s about it as well like because that really was a golden era of rom-coms like we've like kind of referenced like my best friend's wedding like what a huge vehicle for julia roberts just to make her a 90s icon and this has a really 90s feel to it in that the cast is so charismatic mm. as well 
We have the two leads of Christina Milian and Jay Farrow, who you might know from SNL. Incredible comedian. I love Jay Farrow. When I saw that he was in this, I'm like, okay, I'm in. I watch him in anything, like straight up. And it's just fun to see two charismatic people, two charismatic and good looking people play out these little dramas that you're right. It's not life or death, but it's still important. Absolutely. I love Christina Milian. I hadn't seen her in a movie before, but I was a big fan of her music when I was in high school. Dip it low when you look at me. I thought she was so cool. So almost for me, like watching this again was like a bit of like a rediscovery. And I absolutely loved that she's a singer in the movie. That's part of her character is that she just missed out on the biggest career opportunity. A kind of like Kanye West type was making this new big album, was about to launch, and she was the guest vocalist on all the tracks for it. And then he decides to not release the album and keep it a secret. So she just missed out on that big breakout moment in her career. And I love that she becomes the singer at this resort in Mauritius because I think it adds so much good comedy into it because she has to sing songs that she kind of sometimes doesn't believe in or sometimes that she does. But even so, just as me as a Christina Milian fan, to hear her sing No One by Alicia Keys, for her to sing Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive, I'm like, those are good freaking covers of those songs. And to bring it full circle, I love that Alicia Keys produced this. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm so interested to see what you think about this film, Alexi, because I feel like you're quite a romantic, but then also, yeah, you you have that kind of capital C cinema brain, mm. you know? And for me, yeah, like I've never seen The Godfather. I've <laughs> never seen the Rocky films, <gasps> but I have seen most of these films on Netflix. I think as well for me personally, like I think film is so broad and I just love film full stop. I love cinema full stop. So you need to have like a broad taste to be able to celebrate cinema like this because you need to be able to appreciate every kind of film, in my opinion, if you are going to call yourself a celebrator of cinema. You need to take your Godfathers, you need to take the, take your Rockies, but you also need to be able to like appreciate like what these kind of movies do so well. And I think like that there is so much like joy and glee in this movie because it's like comedy and it's character comedy as well. Like all the comedy is based around like good character beats that are all in building who these characters are. I think it's also one of those things, right, where, and it's been talked about a lot, but people think comedy is easy Mm. to do compared to, like, a drama. Exactly. Honey, we're here to tell you it ain't. (laughs) It's hard to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. It's such a visceral, physical reaction. So anytime any movie or anything makes you laugh, like, that is actually insane, the amount of steps your brain has to go through to elicit that physical reaction, right? Mm -hmm. But then people kind of really devalue comedy movies because it's much more subjective than drama, right? Mm -hmm. And same with, like, romance movies. I think it's so dependent on the charisma of the people in it. And so if you don't believe and don't care about these people, you don't believe or care about them falling in love. Yeah. Falling in love. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) The island that they are filming this on the island of mauritius looks so beautiful and so like deeply luscious because you've got like these kind of sapphire blues in that ocean you've got these white sands you've got like these gorgeous palm trees everywhere that this is pure escapism this movie and so pure you have to be careful with it 
Oh my goodness, why? It might send you mad <laughs> to know that there is a place so beautiful, but you are so far away and you cannot be there. That is dangerous. My relationship with movies has really changed over the past year because of everything. I think I used to really seek out challenging movies because I saw it as a way to, like, educate myself. Okay. And also I see it sort of as, like, a badge of honour. Like, yes, I've watched these very important movies. And then now, having been through everything we've the world has been through in the last year and a half, I'm like, oh, no, like, movies for me really are about comfort and about connecting with something or people or, like, an idea of humanity outside myself. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a intellectual exercise and i feel like movies like this are perfect for me because sometimes i am just a smooth brain baby like i just want (laughs) to i just want to have something nice happen i want to see the good guys win you know jen still has that soft spot on the top of her head that (laughs) this movie just feeds right into my skull has not binded at the top so if you were to put a cup on the top of my head it would go straight through into my brain I think as well, there's something in this like resort lifestyle that this film puts out into there. Like the clothes that people wear. Kristen Emiliano wears like this little blue play suit. I'm like, that is holiday wear. That is what Mm. you wear when you're on holiday. Jay Farrow wears like this cool Ralph Lauren like shirt that looks so breathy. I think I'm like, oh, that's the kind of luxury that I want to be living in, right? Just linens. And the linens. warm summer air just mm. getting in between your skin and the linen. I want it's a cabana so- lifestyle. And I miss that. I haven't been on a holiday for freaking yonks. Yes. Have you stayed in a resort? I've never stayed in a resort. I don't think they'd allow me. Why? I feel like they're like, this guy's not the right energy for a resort. <laughs> this is an inside boy, okay? <laughs> well, I, this is the thing. Like, I find the idea of resorts quite funny, right? Because it's like you're traveling quite a long way to somewhere quite exotic to then, like, just stay in one place. <laughs> to lounge around up all. Yeah, yeah. at the one resort and, like, just be surrounded by the same group of people. It's, I don't know, there's something just funny to me about that. Like, it's almost antithetical to a holiday because you're like, I'm leaving my home where I'm constantly in the one place to go somewhere else just in the one place it's like a cruise a resort is like a cruise but it doesn't even move yeah it's the cruise of the land (laughs) a land (laughs) cruise i've only ever been to one hotel where they even offered me breakfasts you know and that was uh delicious it was a great hotel right next to the alamo in san antonio texas and i had huevos rancheros every single day yum i love huevos rancheros i love to start my day with a tortilla oof couple of eggs shang some beans on that oh side? chuck me some beans please feed me the beans chef standing in the middle of a circle full of tables and banquets <laughs> we were talking a little bit about this last week when we were talking about the last letter from your lover about like being on holiday it kind of lets you be a little bit more open to the experiences of the world mm-hmm. and they're kind of like experiences that like make you who you are almost like you're all, like a truer you're a truer version of yourself when you're away from your home i would love to know, Jane, have you ever been on like these holiday romances like Christina Milian in this film? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I feel like I'm always trying to set myself up for one, mm. for sure. Like when I went to Mexico a couple of years ago. The home of the Huevo Rancheros. <laughs> exactly. I had some Huevos Rancheros. I guess that was a romance that started there and I took that home. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I went to Mexico by myself mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, I'm ready to fall in love. Wow. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm in Ciudad de Mexico. 
You might know it in English as Mexico City. Yes. That's how I know it. Thank you. I was there by myself and uh, I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to fall in love. Whoa. Mexico City has the most art galleries per capita than any other city in the world. Really? Could you imagine falling in love in a Mexican art gallery? I was was hitting three or four art galleries a day. My God. You got to get those odds up. (laughs) Right? Got to be everywhere. And then uh, slowly my money started to run out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but because I was treating myself to huevos rancheros and a little churros every single day, yeah. right? So, I mean, uh, an art gallery is not a free experience either, right? That costs a couple of pesos. Yeah, a few hundred pesos per pop. Oh, my lord! So I decided to get on Bumble. Oh, my God. Okay. Because I was like, you know, this is how people find love. This is the modern era. People are bumbling. They're tindering. They're hinging it up. And aren't we all just bumbling our way through, right? Absolutely. That's how we make it through this world in this day and age. This crazy time. So anyway, so I was on Bumble in Mexico and I just was like, I'm an Aussie girl in Mexico City, like looking for like to make new friends and new experiences and basically just got taken on some dates. (gasps) And look, maybe it sounds like I'm exchanging experiences for sex. No sex happened. I'm just (laughs) clarifying that. But it was cool. Like I ended up going to like, some jazz clubs. Wow. I ended up going to the opera. <gasps> I ended up going to like this place called the Pucaria, like this cool kind of like fermented mm. cactus oh, wow. drink that is like slightly hallucinogenic, which I found out later. Oh my lord. When I started hallucinating. Anyway. <laughs> my god, you've lived a lifetime. Darling, I've lived a thousand lifetimes. Oh my god, I'm a little schmunkus that's never done anything. I'm sitting here watching movies all day long and you're out there living. Uh, but I never found love. Okay. I didn't find love. But I made <laughs> some good friends and I made the most precious kind of item, memories. Yeah, that's the real love is the love of memories and the love experience. <laughs> and I got to tell this story to you, my friend, Alexi. So that's... You're like freaking Indiana Jones, dude. I mean, yeah, except like an Indiana Jones that never gets to like take any of the goods from the temples and so is poor and then has to get on social media (laughs) (laughs) oh jen i think you've you're about to set me off an adventure and it's not just into mumu territory Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna need you as my guide through this genre of like pun based very happy and sweet and kind and pretty freaking damn funny. Like, I laughed a lot watching this movie. It's a silly movie. It's really silly. And I think as well, like, that's part of it is, like, why movies like this and, like, movies like The Wedding Singer, like, speak to me is because you're seeing, like, big comedic stars like a Jay Farrow or your Adam Sandler in, like, The Wedding Singer is the mm. other example of a big person like that kind of finding the balance of like how big and high camp and how high energy their comedic persona is, especially Jay Farrow, someone who does like crazy impressions and then finding the human aspect of it and making it into like a leading man performance. Mm. I think that's like the thing that I really dig about these kind of movies. And I think I'm going to need you as my guide to go to falling in love. Yeah, they're always... Quite low stakes movies. They're about people and they're about relationships with each other. And that's what I love. And there is, there's always like a seed of kindness in the middle of it. Yeah. Which I really like. I think if you like this, definitely Forgetting Sarah Marshall is on Netflix at the moment. I think that is such another good example of this where there is conflict, but people are still nice. They're still trying to play polite around it. And you get that beautiful Hawaiian Island setting as well. 
if you're a fan of this and there are so many ways I want to take you, but I feel like you'll enjoy, as I've said, falling in love. Mm-hmm. That's definitely there. The Princess Switch movies <gasps> that are on. If you love a Christmas movie as well, which is another nice. another genre I love, is a Christmas movie, Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. There's a Christmas Prince as uh, well. <laughs> I've seen a Christmas, the Princess Switch, but there's also a Christmas Prince. Yeah, and they exist in the same universe. How? I don't want to give away spoilers, okay, okay. but there's certain times where there's crossover and you're just like, oh what is God. this? God, okay. And another one that's on Netflix that I got to give the biggest shout out to because I think it is one of the most supremely underrated romantic comedies in the history of the genre. It is also set on the island of Hawaii. It is 51st States. Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, the ultimate rom-com duo in my opinion. If you enjoy the Big Film Buffet, please like and subscribe. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We love to see them. This is actually the last episode of this season. And it's been so fun talking about movies with you, Jen. I love you so much. It's been such a joy doing this podcast with you this season. Ah, it's been such a pleasure to jump on this season. Thanks to everyone who listened as well. We really appreciate it. And our awesome team who... Listen to us just babble. (laughs) And everybody out there listening, do not stop streaming. Keep the stream alive and enjoy cinema wherever it takes you. This episode was hosted by me, Alexi Toliopoulos, and you, Jen Fricker. Produced by Michael Sun and the new Husband. Edited by Jeffrey O'Connor. Executive produced by Tony Broderick and Melanie Marnie. 